Broadcasting from Manhattan Beach and the World Wide Web, you're listening to CHSRHealthyLife.net. As a service to our listeners, this program is for general information and entertainment purposes only. CHSRHealthyLife.net does not recommend, endorse, or object to the views, products, or topics expressed or discussed by show hosts or their guests. We suggest you always consult with your own personal, medical, financial, or legal advisor. Get ready for Mind Shock with Dr. Ron Dalrymple, the premier podcast in the world bringing you hidden truths about your mind's incredible powers. Get ready to free your mind. Welcome to Mind Shock, Dr. Ron Dalrymple, the show that will take you to the outer limits of your mind and to the inner limits, the true final frontier. Our theme for this show is Evolution of the Supermind. I began working at NASA at 17 years old. I've told this story before. Where we put people in space, which we called the final frontier. And I started there, folks, in July of 1967. I know I'm dating myself, but way back then it was... Massive, massive thing. Well, still is. NASA is still an amazing, amazing process. But going there at 17 years old, I was amazed to be surrounded by Nobel Prize winners and all these great scientists. And the, the cool thing was they actually accepted me as one of them. Just kind of mo- my, 17-year-old kid fresh out of high school, majoring in math and physics at the University of Maryland, and treated me like an equal because I was part of the team, even though I was and I was just a kid. But it was, a, it was the attitude of really positive thinking and and NASA, we had these super high ideals, putting people in space, and yet it was also a very pragmatic place. So it was idealism combined with pragmatism. That's a very, very powerful combination. In any case, while there, I was taking a lot of courses in math and physics, and I took a couple classes in psychology as like a minor, and I was really amazed. I started seeing correlations between psychological fears and various concepts found in higher mathematics, like calculus and then topology and also in physics, quantum-type concepts, I've seen these parallels between the different fields. So I was really stunned. And it occurred to me that if the mind is an energy field that transcends the physical brain, then the true final frontier is inner space. First of all, that's a pretty shocking idea. Think of that as a scientific proposition. It's an axiomatic proposition. In any case, the exploration of the true powers of mind has to do with inner space. That's the true final frontier. So our mission is to take you to the true outer limits of inner space. So think about that, the outer limits of inner space. Our motto for this show is supermind, superbody, and super spirit all combined together. Now, in today's chaotic world especially, with all the chaos going on and wars around the world, chaos, depressions, drought, blights, there's a revolution sweeping the globe about who we are and what we are doing here. A mind revolution is changing everything. Whole new theories of mind that turn old science on its head. Old science is three-dimensional. Now, we can call it four-dimensional if we add the element of time. But three-dimensional, four-dimensional thinking goes back many centuries, really, to Sir Francis Bacon, who wrote a book called Novum Organum in 1620, proposing a scientific theory. Bacon's a very famous guy. We're going to cover him later on in some of our shows. 
for doing shows on polymaths, various polymaths through history, which means very brilliant people who study different fields and put together whole new theories and ideas by combining those fields together. In any case, old science is three-dimensional and limited to the physical senses, and many scientists today are still in that domain and are very oppositional to anything that goes beyond that. We're developing new models of science that consider N dimensions, as N, the letter N, approaches infinity. That's a mathematical symbol. N is used to represent an untold number as it grows larger, and as it grows towards infinity, that, of course, means a vast, vast process. Now, today we're going to talk about the true powers of your mind. And in part, we're drawing from several different works. We're drawing, of course, from our works in quantum field psychology, a new theory I came up with after working at NASA. And looking how it compares to a book by Dr. Joseph Murphy, actually several of his books. One of his books is called The Power of Your Subconscious Mind. We on the show a while back, Jim Jensen did a great job of a kind of a rewrite and going beyond Dr. Murphy's book. His book was called Expand the Power of Your Subconscious Mind. Jim was a great guest, did a great job on the book. And Dr. Murphy's original book, which was published in 1963, he passed away in 1981. I wish I had met this gentleman. He was still alive when I was very young, but in any case, I'm great to have met him. He published his book in 63, and it's really one of those seminal works in the area of positive thinking, what's become known as positive psychology. Very, very powerful ideas built into that work. Now, his writings are full of treasures. And if you had to accentuate one key lesson in his work, it might be the incredible relationship between the conscious and the subconscious areas of the mind. We build upon this in quantum psychology. It goes beyond the subconscious into the superconscious mind. So we start with the concept you have a conscious mind, which is your normal, everyday instrument, as it were, or energy to deal with the outside world. It evolved from birth. We'll talk about that in some other shows. We have some new books coming out about the evolution of consciousness, how it grows up through the years. We're at a point now in history where this is all changing and it's expanding enormously to incorporate other vast areas of consideration. In any case, think about your conscious mind, which programs your subconscious mind, which actually then goes into your superconscious mind. Superconscious mind being the real issue. That's what folks now are discovering more and more about. A lot of books write about this. People are realizing there's something much greater inside us than just the conscious mind, just a three-dimensional reality, which is entertained by modern-day science. In any case, most people are unaware that we talk to ourselves, think about self-talk. We talk to ourselves, pardon me, all day long at a rate of about 150 to 300 words a minute. Think about that. Now, some folks might talk even faster than that. And as you know, when you talk faster than 300 words a minute, it's pretty hard to keep up with. In any case, most folks talk to themselves, do self-talk continuously as a matter of habit. Like the old circuit show programming goes around and around and around inside the mind as we talk to ourselves about what's happening around us. And many of our old belief systems pop up and take over that conscious space. In any case, this comes out to about 50,000 thoughts a day. Think about that. The average person is talking to themselves with about 50,000 thoughts per day. It's pretty massive, isn't it? Now, another statistic is that most people think about 95% negative thoughts all day long. Think about that, folks. 95% negative thoughts. That equates to about 47,500 negative thoughts per day by the conscious area of your mind. So think about that. If you're thinking negative in that way, there's no book that came out years ago called You Can't Afford the Luxury of a Negative Thought. 
And that book was exactly right because one negative thought will take over like a virus and very quickly occupy and consume your mind. So if the average person is thinking 47,500 negative thoughts a day, that's pretty massive for many reasons which we're going to get into. Now, most of us have not learned that our self-talk actually becomes instructions to our subconscious mind. So think about you're sitting at a keyboard of a computer, you're punching in all kinds of negative thoughts and expressions on the software, which has to do with the interface between the person and the computer. That's a user software, but it goes into a deeper level of the mind. It goes into a deeper space. That's a parallel when it goes into hard drive and so forth and various operating systems. It goes into RAM and long-term memory. This become parallels different aspects of the subconscious mind, which acts like a servo mechanism or a control system to carry out the instructions given to it. Well, think about that. What you're thinking and what you're feeling, what you're speaking to yourself constantly on a conscious level is going into your subconscious mind and programming that subconscious mind work in specific ways. If you're constantly in negative thoughts and feelings, you're programming your, your mind and your body in very, very negative ways. You're actually doing a lot of damage to yourself unintentionally. Now, back around the same time, you know, Dr. Murphy's book came out in 1963. Another book was published in 1960 by Maxwell Maltz, a really brilliant book. I often refer to people when they first come to see me. I'm a psychologist, of course. In case they come in, and one thing we often have to work on is self-esteem and self-image. Now, Maltz's book called Psycho-Cybernetics, which means control and communication within the human being as a system of functioning, again, getting back to the servo-mechanism aspect Dr. Murphy referred to, Maxwell Maltz was a plastic surgeon. He'd work on people, and somebody might come in for a rhinoplasty, and they'd work on the nose, you know, they'd break up the cartilage and so forth and rebuild the nose, and... But half would come back and say, well, Dr. Dr. Mall, thank you very much. I look so much better. I love the work you've done. They walk away happy. Well, the other half might come back and say, well, you know what? Uh, you've, you've changed my nose, but now now my cheeks don't look right. And so he said, well, okay, go back in and change the cheeks. First you come back, and some of them might be happy, but a lot of them might still say, well, you know, now, now you've changed my nose. You've changed my cheeks, but now my chin doesn't look right. So what do you think you realize? It wasn't really the external facial image at all that the person felt negative about. It was the internal image. It was their self-image, how they saw themselves in their own mind's eye, and also their self-esteem, which is how they felt about themselves. So Dr. Murphy and Dr. Maltz were really talking about the same types of processes. We are programming ourselves all the time to think and feel in certain ways. Now, you have to understand this, the subconscious mind is totally non-judgmental. The critical processes of thought occur in your conscious mind. As you analyze the external world around you, you're analyzing, thinking what's real, what's not real. You might be using various forms of logic, like deductive or inductive logic. You might be using your imagination, visualization, things we we'll get to later. Various processes of the conscious mind are used to assess reality and figure out what's real, what's not real. This has, of course, a survival mechanism to survive in the external world to make sure that you can deal with various threats, think about it in a more primitive state, people living in caves or whatever, dealing with very dangerous animals or other tribes or whatever, people trying to kill them, steal it, whatever their goods might be. They to be able to think logically and understand the threats around them, which is what the conscious mind does. But the subconscious mind doesn't work that way. The subconscious mind 
is totally non-judgmental. Instead, it works out in a very deductive process. So as you feed it various negative instructions from your self-talk, it will carry those out just as it will carry out positive instructions. Dr. Murphy, Dr. Moss, and others talk about how we're doing ourselves incredible harm by talking to ourselves in a negative way and by thinking negative thoughts, not realizing the impact upon our body and upon our lives. Now, a little background, Joseph Murphy was born in a small town in the county of Cork, Ireland. Now, you might have heard of County Cork as a place where in southern Ireland many people embarked from and they left the old world to come to the new world to come to New York. In any case, he was born way back in 1898. He was brought up in a devout Catholic household. He was, his father was a deacon professor at the National School of Ireland. He was brought up in a really strict type household. He was trained strictly. Eventually attended the National School and was an exceptional student, very smart guy. He was considering the priesthood as a vocation. He was accepted as a Jesuit seminarian. This would have been very intensive, strict training he was about to go into, but at age 24, he withdrew and decided instead to go to America. He left Ireland. He arrived in New York City in 1922, became a pharmacist, he got a degree in chemistry. During his studies, he began to explore and take classes on Eastern philosophies and religions. He became so enamored with Hinduism, he eventually traveled to India to study under various Indian sages. So here he's studying the Western philosophies he'd studied intensively with the Eastern philosophies. That's what a polymath does. A polymath studies different philosophies and schools of work and study and so forth to put them all together. In any case, this changed his career path in life profoundly. In the 1940s, he went to L.A., to Los Angeles, of course, what happens in California, along these lines of new thought and so forth. He was there ordained in the Church of Divine Science, where he built a very large church. Now, Divine Science is a one discipline which talks about and thinks about the power of the mind and the creative power of the mind, the power of the superconscious mind especially. He wrote some 30 books in his lifetime. His best-known book was The Power of Your Subconscious Mind, which again came out in 63. It was an instant bestseller. He talks about there's an infinite healing presence lodging the subconscious depths of all people. But all of us have this inside us. We have this tiny seed spark of power of light, of creative intelligence, which has, of course, created the entire human body. And around every cell of your body, there's an energy field, a conscious energy field, a creative energy field, which builds that cell and rebuilds that cell, rebuilds it when it's damaged. There's no saying that the doctor dresses the wound, but God or a higher power heals it. So the subconscious mind can heal you of your sickness, make you vital and very strong again. So it's been used throughout history through various hypnotic techniques we'll talk about and various approaches to healing the person actually has healed themselves. The placebo effect plays a role there where very often people go see a medical doctor, they can give them a medication of some type or a placebo, and the person still gets well because they think they're being healed now and their, their mind, their inner spirit actually does the healing. The point is we can, use the, we can learn to use those inner powers and heal ourselves. You can actually open, in a sense, the prison door we're locked inside of. Think about this every Trapped inside these delusions, these very negative thoughts and delusions of thinking negative all day long, or fears and anxieties and guilt and depression and whatever, wreck the external world, we actually lock ourselves up inside a prison of our own creation, right? So now Paul and Brace talked about rolling away that huge stone from that prison door. So a lot of the old stories, all the old biblical stories are metaphors for higher consciousness which exists inside all of us. 
Now, he talks about scientific prayer as was one approach, or many approaches to accessing your subconscious or superconscious mind. One approach, which they do through various church systems, this is metaphysical churches in the West Coast and wherever they are, talk about scientific prayer as a harmonious interaction of the conscious and subconscious levels of mind, which are scientifically directed for a specific purpose that teaches you how to tap into the idea that you have inside you as powers. You can approach it in a very scientific way. So it's not the thing believed in that brings an answer. But the answer to prayer in this sense is the fact that the subconscious mind responds to the mental picture or thought in the person's mind. But a person visualizes very clearly and with strong emotion especially impacts upon the subconscious mind. And having strong belief or faith in that power is what makes it happen. We're talking here about metaphysical concepts which go beyond ordinary thinking of medical science these days, and has been shown throughout history to have great healing power, although many of the hardcore medical sciences might deny that, or other hardcore sciences. So the law of life is a law of belief, as he describes it, and belief can be summed up as the thought in your mind, as what you think is true. So as a person thinks, feels, and believes, so is the condition of your mind, body, and the circumstances of your life. You're creating your life constantly what you think, feel, and believe. Essentially, answered prayer is a realization of your heart's desire. The miracle-working power of your subconscious mind existed before, and it was born, and exists beyond us as part of the eternal truths of people, which antedates the formation of all modern-day religions. So it's in these thoughts that he focuses upon to discover the incredible power of creativity inside us, which takes us not just into healing the physical body, and also ridding ourselves of poverty, of poverty, the ideas of limitation, of fears, anxieties, of failure, misery, lack, and frustration, which we create. And I've seen, of course, over folks, tens of thousands of people for therapy, and you invariably find that they went through some very negative experiences in childhood from their family or perhaps from friends or from both from school systems where they were abused in various ways or neglected. So they learn negative thoughts and feelings about themselves, they have low self-esteem, negative self-image, tend not to believe in themselves. This can take a wide range of variations. The problem is that these folks tend to believe it's reality, that they're no good. For example, how many times first somebody say, just my luck, nothing works out for me, nothing goes my way, my luck will be blah, 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 it's always something negative. So we create misery, failure, lack and frustration all by ourselves, not realizing we were trained to do it in childhood or by friends. So if you unite mentally and emotionally with the good, with very positive, loving, creative thoughts, feed those to the subconscious mind to change all that. This takes some work because, first of all, it's to convince folks that this is how the system works. We're trained to believe that's not how it works. We're trained to believe we have no control over it. He also builds upon the concept that infinite riches are all around you, you just open your mental eyes and behold the treasure of infinity within you. There's a gold mine inside all of us, believe it or not. So he describes two types of people. There are magnetized men and women who are full of confidence and faith. They believe they're born to win, to succeed. And many other folks who are demagnetized. And by magnetized, he means people who are charismatic. Think of the folks you've heard about in history who are charismatic, with tremendous charisma, strength of character, of personality, of intent, 
someone who walks into a room and lights it up. I've known famous musicians like this who walk into a room, very well-known people, and I'm not kidding, the aura in that person is so powerful, the room literally would light up. It's amazing. But a charismatic person has turned on those energy streams and learned how to project those to the world. They share that light and energy with the world. Whereas most of us live inside a prison that we've created of our own making. We are demagnetized. We're full of doubts and fears and anxieties. We've demagnetized ourselves. You might think, if I fail, I might lose money. People will laugh at me. You know, I'll be humiliated or whatever. So those who demagnetize themselves and think negative tend to not make a lot of progress in life. Or you might say their success at being a failure. But they're only a failure, so-called, as long as they quit trying. Once you start trying again, they're a winner. Because once you start trying, you're back in the game. So becoming magnetized is a very, very powerful approach to life where you can discover the secrets of the ages and make them work for you. Now, in quantum field psychology, we talk about grace means to energize and tap into our superconscious mind. And one thing to do is practice being super positive all the time, all day long. We're going to cover today in another show about this very topic how to program that subconscious mind. There's many ways to do it, which are normally powerful. In that subconscious mind and superconscious mind lies the infinite wisdom, infinite power, infinite supply of all that's necessary for us to create lives of great, great success and wonders. The so folks, we keep talking today about the works of like Joseph Murphy, how it ties into quantum field psychology. We get into a little bit also about the Indian Code. Dr. Rod Fuentes is on the show a couple of times. We continue to these topics. You're very powerful to understand this because you can change your life understanding these principles work. Okay? So folks, hang in here. We'll be right back and take a brief break for our sponsors. Be right back. Do you ever wonder how the mind works? The Endless Question, a film by Dr. Ron Dalrymple, shows you a new theory of mind, one that bridges the road between spirituality and science while revealing to you the laws of creativity, things that can open up your mind to limitless possibilities. It is literally a theory that changes everything, and once you know it, you can apply it to your own life. View The Endless Question for free on Amazon Prime. The Endless Question on Amazon Prime. ASMC, the premier German company that supplies everything for adventure, from outdoor clothes to outdoor gear, even backpacks. Lots of quality and lots of specials. To start your adventure, go to HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click on ASMC. Paradise Found 2015 is a film that sparks of intrigue about the discovery of quantum field psychology. Throw in a sexy spy story, a conflict between father and son against the backdrop of NASA, and interspersed with World War II flashback combat scenes, and you'll be surprised to discover the foundation of a whole new theory of mind. Rent or buy Paradise Lost 2015 at Amazon.com and prepare for the explosive conclusion. That's Paradise Lost 2015 at Amazon.com. Reach your health and fitness goals. Whether you want to lose weight, learn to dance, Build muscle or just live healthy. Beachbody gives you unlimited access to the nation's most popular fitness and weight loss solutions. Visit our advertiser page and click on Beachbody now. 
A complete mind development course, The Inner Manager by Dr. Ron Dalrymple helps you develop your concentration, memory, imagination, and more, all to help you program your mind towards success. But it's not a boring read. You are taken on a journey with a young man who is trying to start his own business and immerses himself into a journey of self-discovery. A powerful book that you can read again and again. Get The Inner Manager by Dr. Ron Dalrymple at Amazon.com. The Inner Manager at Amazon.com. Remember, positive impacts. www.healthylife.net. Dr. Ron Dalrymple back on Mind Shock. Talking today about the fabulous works about Dr. Joseph Murphy, Dr. Rod Fuentes, we're going to get into, and also our work on quantum field psychology. We're talking today about some of the, the key principles that really what this show is all about. The idea that we have vast powers inside us, vast creative powers, and this show is all about tapping into those powers and unlocking them to help change the world one person at a time. So wherever you are in the world, we're talking to folks in 135 countries. We love all of you, and we want you to hopefully learn from these lessons and use them to help conquer your life, to make your life a great success and transform this world into a much better world it can be. In any case, Dr. Murphy talked about the infinite intelligence within our subconscious minds, which reveal to us everything you need to know at every moment of time and point in space if you're open-minded and receptive to that information. So what that means is that energy is there all the time. The higher power is always with you in every situation, wanting to talk to you and express information to you to get you to see and understand things, to give you ideas and insights to tell you which way to go to make this choice or that choice if we just learn how to listen. The problem is the ego mind, the conscious mind, gets in the way and blocks that information in many cases. We have various fears, anxieties, guilts, or doubts that evolve in relationship to some intuitive insight or impulse we might get. might be guidance in the right direction, but that lower mind, that ego mind, blocks it. In any case, if you tap into that higher mind and make that a habit, which is a great thing to do, you can receive new thoughts and ideas, enabling you to bring forth to the world new inventions, new theories, write new books, plays, screenplays, whatever, so the infinite intelligence coming through your subconscious or superconscious mind can impart to you all kinds of wonderful types of knowledge and insight which will lead to your success in life. It can also lead to much, lead to much greater wealth as you learn to create new ideas, new businesses, new services, which will benefit many people, which that then flows back to you. So although it's invisible to us in terms of physical senses, its forces are very, very powerful. So within your subconscious mind are the solutions to every problem in your life and also the cause for every effect. Remember, Dr. Fuentes talked about that thoughts are things, and all things are the products of thoughts. In other words, thoughts in the world have been created or have created all the objects in the world. They've been created by higher intelligence or by people. So there's a co-creation aspect of human beings with the higher power to bring forth the physical world. Now, these ideas, of course, change everything, folks. Our usual ideas about the nature of the world are very, very different. We're raised in school thinking, we can tell you different from this. 
In any case, you learn to draw out these hidden powers. You come to actual possession of the wisdom and power available to you, necessary to help you move forward in abundance in life, joy, happiness, great relationships, a happy, harmonious life. It's also a universal truth that whatever you impress on your subconscious mind is expressed on the screen of space or the world around you. There's various conditions, experiences, and events. Remember, we talk about how what you think about, what you feel and believe, you put into the subconscious mind. We also project the information. We talk about this in quantum field psychology using topology, or topological mathematics to describe how that works, that you project the information the outside world around you. You influence the conditions, experiences, events, and people who are attracted to you. Law of Attraction, of course, talks about that. So that's one aspect of it. So the aspect of topology begins to make this topic based upon mathematics, higher math, you know, quantum physics and whatnot, and quantum psychology. We don't get into a lot of that in our film. The end of this question is going to make it easy. In any case, the point is mathematical equations can be used to describe how the math, how the mind works as an energy field. And it really does. So your subconscious mind is principle and works according to the law of belief. So you must know what the belief is and how it works. It's been said through ancient times that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall, and shall not doubt in his heart, in which I total faith, it's exactly what you will make happen. It means that you can do the impossible. You can move mountains in your life. You can make incredible things happen, but you must believe in it, have total faith in it, and move forward towards your goals with that incredible power, the power inside you. So all your experiences, events, and conditions act as information to the subconscious mind. So it's not the thing believed in from us, per se, but the belief in your own mind which brings about the results. So it's the beliefs you have. Remember, it's true or not. If you believe something which is teleological is true, you tend to create that in your life, which then shows you that something's wrong. Somehow you're off. So your prayer, your meditation, your focuses, your focal points, are answered according to the universal law of action and reaction. So thought is the incipient or starting action. The reaction is a response from your subconscious mind to manifest things in your body and in the physical world around you. So your prayers, your meditations, your thoughts are answered according to the universal law of action and reaction. Think about that. The thought is the incipient of starting action. The reaction is response to your subconscious mind. Okay? which then feeds into, of course, the superconscious mind, the infinite mind within you, which makes great things happen in your life, or creates your own sabotage if you're doing that. So we need to learn how to sow those thoughts of peace, happiness, good will and prosperity right now. Think quietly and dwell upon those kinds of ideas throughout the day. Pardon me as best you can. It's very easy in today's world to get distracted by negative thoughts. You might be driving in traffic. And some guy cuts you off. You know, I'm in Florida where millions of folks have moved in the last year because of what's happening up north. So we now have many, many folks down here driving with New York, New Jersey, no offense to those folks, but big city-type attitudes and driving very fast, cutting you off and so forth. So it's easy to get angry and ticked off, but we need to stay calm and relaxed, stay cool. Staying calm and relaxed helps defuse the situation because, remember, the power of your thought is great. So a lot of things can push your buttons. We work on staying calm, staying focused, focusing in the moment. Talk about mindfulness. Mindfulness means being aware of what's happening right now, right here, but also keeping a super positive attitude. 
It also means keeping super positive emotions within your emotional field. So you want to continue to plant very powerful, beautiful, loving thoughts in your subconscious mind, which will then grow into our lives. So remember, every thought is a cause, and every condition is an effect. So it's essential, therefore, to take charge of your thoughts because it bring forth those beautiful results. And this is what's so important is to learn how. This is a great key. Learn how to control your thought processes so they do not wander off. That's where mindfulness starts at. Mindfulness is a good way to begin the process, but there's much more to it than that. There's another book going back to the 60s, 70s, written by Richard Alpert, called Be Here Now. Also techniques going back to the 1800s. But it's the same idea to be aware of who you are and where you are, what's going on. So focus on the here and now. If you're focused on the past, worry about the past, you might make yourself depressed. Worry about the future, I'd be creating anxiety. What's going to happen? How can I deal with it? So you focus on the moment instead, right here, right now, and develop on being super positive, super loving. Remember that higher power is always there working for you and working with you. That's what's so incredible. You're not alone. You're never alone. Always get that higher power with you, guiding you and directing you and helping you if you'll let it happen. Don't focus on the external world so much. You'd be obsessed with that, angry about that, upset about that or by other people. But focus on the power inside of you always helping you. So relaxation and concentration are key for you how to focus your mind. The staying relaxed and staying calm is profoundly important to this process. Also learning how to concentrate. We're going to cover in more episodes down the road about powers of concentration. Those are key to making things manifest. There are some folks in history who can make things manifest, and there still are some around today who can make things manifest very quickly because they have enormous powers of concentration. And they're tapped into that enormous higher energy field at all times. So when you begin to control your thought processes and apply the power of your subconscious any problem or difficulty, you can attain great powers over that and create great things in life. So, folks, take a quick break now for our sponsors. Come back with us. we got more to come. Dr. Ron Dalrymple on Mind Shock. Be right back. Here's a fun, stimulating program that can teach you how to develop your own powers of creation. It uses a three-part mind, stimulating approach to get you to develop your own creative thinking. It will help you create a powerful self-image and helps you see how you can take creative action. You'll develop your thinking power and your skills, and you can do this in eight days. Get Dr. Ron Dalrymple's book, Eight Days to Creative Power, on Amazon.com. Overcome your problems with the step-by-step guide. So get Eight Days to Creative Power on Amazon.com. Get high-quality glasses, sunglasses, and prescription lenses at eyeglasses.com. Choose from over 250,000 items and 400 brands. Already have frames? Get replacement lenses. It's easy. Go to our advertiser page and click eyeglasses.com. A complete mind development course, The Inner Manager by Dr. Ron Dalrymple, helps you develop your concentration, memory, imagination, and more, all to help you program your mind towards success. But it's not a boring read. You are taken on a journey with a young man who is trying to start his own business and immerses himself into a journey of self-discovery. A powerful book that you can read again and again. Get The Inner Manager by Dr. Ron Dalrymple at Amazon.com. The Inner Manager at Amazon.com. 
Reach your health and fitness goals. Whether you want to lose weight, learn to dance, build muscle, or just live healthy, Beachbody gives you unlimited access to the nation's most popular fitness and weight loss solutions. Visit our advertiser page and click on Beachbody now. Do you ever wonder how the mind works? The Endless Question, a film by Dr. Ron Dalrymple, shows you a new theory of mind, one that bridges the road between spirituality and science while revealing to you the laws of creativity, things that can open up your mind to limitless possibilities. It is literally a theory that changes everything, and once you know it, you can apply it to your own life. View The Endless Question for free on Amazon Prime. The Endless Question on Amazon Prime. HealthyLife.net, the positive radio network. Hello, folks. Welcome back. Dr. Ryan Dalrymple on Mind Shock. You were talking about the great works of Dr. Joseph Murphy. Dr. Rod Fuentes and our work on quantum field psychology, showing how they all fit together to show how the mind as an energy field works to not just heal your body and heal your life, but to create your world around you. How when you tap into a higher power, which is always with you, bring it into your life, you gain great power over your life. Create what you want, not just create chaos, which comes from all the negative thinking that some of us do without realizing. So, war within... Your thoughts, feelings, and imagery, this is what makes your world without. So think about this. What you dwell upon within on a daily basis, on a residual basis, is constantly creating the external world around you. It's not just the world of the law of attraction, which has been very popular. It's actually the laws of creation. We're talking about it in this program, the actual laws of creation, how you create your world in concert with the higher power to make it manifest. We all have this vast creative power we often don't use or we misuse. So when we remove discord, confusion, lack, and limitation, when we remove the causes of the negative consequences in our lives, because the causes are what we're thinking about and dwelling upon. And it's based on how we think and how we picture things in our minds, which are often biased emotionally. A lot of us get stuck on certain thoughts and beliefs with very strong emotional biases built into them. Because it's emotional, we believe that that fixation is real, when in fact it's not real. It's simply emotionalized fixation, which we dwell upon thinking is reality. So, we actually live in a fathomless sea of infinite riches. Think about that. You have this vast quantum stuff, some people call it, or mind stuff, this vast abundance around us waiting for you to use the powers of your mind and your spirit and your feelings to manifest in your life right now. So your thoughts form the mold or matrix through which the infinite intelligence, wisdom, vital forces, energies of your subconscious mind flow. So your thoughts actually build the conduit or the sluice way, as it were, for these very powerful forces to flow through. Now, I'm going to cover in future shows the fact that many great scientists artists, poets, singers, writers, inventors, many of the polymaths we talk about learned how to tap into these powers. Some do it intuitively. Some do it from early childhood. Some just fall into it, as it were. Some learn by training. 
or in many cases it's a combination of all the above. Think about it. Nikolai Tesla we mentioned before in previous shows. Mozart, Edison, many of these folks tapped into the subconscious mind or the superconscious mind or Ralph Waldo Emerson. Many people tapped into these powers and were able to bring these ideas down to earth because they tapped into a higher level of abstract thought. So your conscious mind, the ego mind, is full of fear, worry, and anxiety. Race negative emotions are then engendered or created in your subconscious mind, which is then released back to your conscious mind. The flood, remember, you can't afford the luxury of negative thought. These negative thoughts and emotions then flood your conscious mind. You can actually create panic, foreboding, despair. Over the years, I've seen many people in my practice for anxiety disorders, phobias. I lived in Maryland. It was a very common thing called, I call it bridge phobia. I lived on Kent Island near the Bay Bridge. That folks came in terrified of the Bay Bridge because it was 4.1 miles long and 300 feet high in the center of the Sway Bridge. So combined claustrophobia, they got stuck in traffic up there, fear of closed spaces, acrophobia, fear of heights, and also hydrophobia, fear of the water beneath them. You can imagine the terror. But I found that using various techniques of deep relaxation and hypnosis, you can often cure these phobias in five to seven sessions. But in any case, these things can be cured, and that has to do with tapping that superconscious mind within. We're going to dwell on those thoughts instead. In any case, we talk about in quantum field psychology that boomerang effect occurs where what you project returns to you. This we call the recursive function theorem. It parallels Newton's third law, where reaction is an equal and opposite reaction. It's a boomerang effect, or it's also known as karma. You reap what you sow. What you project outward what you create returns to you in a very positive way or a very negative way. We must speak affirmatively with a deep sense of authority to the irrational emotions within. Tell them, be still, be quiet. I'm in control. You must obey me. I release the negative thoughts and feelings. You're subject to my commands. You're not intrude where you do not belong. So we send them away. We uncreate them. We don't dwell upon them. We learn to dwell and set up on the very positive, loving thoughts. It's fascinating and intensely interesting to observe that you can also speak in a very authoritative way. Command for this is one of the techniques used to program your subconscious mind. In fact, you're speaking with authority, commanding forth what you want to make happen. Recover many of these techniques. That's one of them. Speaking forth what you want to make manifest. Another example: if you start to think a negative thought or have a negative feeling, you want to stop it. In psychology, we call it thought stopping. You stop it right away. Stop. I'm not going to think that. Reverse it immediately. Instead, dwell upon positive thoughts, positive loving thoughts instead. You negative finish. (coughs) Pardon me, folks. You never finish a negative thought or statement. Instead, you reverse it immediately, and you then manifest wonderful things in your life. So, thought stopping is very very powerful to stop those negative thoughts. We also want to do the changing of the emotions, when negative emotions pop into your mind, you also want to reprogram those and say, no, 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 I'm not going to feel that. You put instead very positive emotions down, like love, harmony, and peace towards other people and, of course, towards yourself. People learn these techniques, their lives are totally transformed. You do not believe a person's life can be changed learning these techniques. Now, your subconscious mind works 24 hours a day and makes provisions for your benefit, pouring all the fruit of your habitual thinking into your lap. It's an amazing process. It's always working for you. It's always there. It's on, constantly. So ideas are conveyed to your subconscious mind by repetition 
by faith and by expectation. So those are habits that we get into. We repeat certain negative thoughts and things all the time. They program the subconscious mind to constantly crank them out. We have faith in the negative. That's called the self-fulfilling prophecy to constantly make negative things happen. And we expect a negative, negative thought habits. Instead, again, we're flipping back around all positive thoughts. But what you think upon, what you think is true, what you think is honest, what you think is just, what you think are pure, these are the things that you're going to make manifest. So it's better to think pure, loving, honest thoughts. See things as being lovely, as being good, as being beautiful around you. Focus upon virtue. Focus upon higher thoughts. And make those things manifest in your life instead. They give you a great energy. They magnetize you. We've been talking about before about people who are magnetized versus those who are demagnetized. So the greatest secrets possessed by the greatest men and women throughout the ages is in their ability to contact, <clears throat> pardon me, and release the powers of their subconscious and of course superconscious mind. So at nighttime, for example, you might lull yourself to sleep with the idea of perfect health, of perfect benefit and well-being, you know, have beautiful dreams all night long, wake up in the morning with great, creative, wonderful ideas. Or I'm working on books, I'll do that. I'll say, okay, I'm working on this next chapter, so subconscious mind or superconscious mind, please give me the next chapter. I fall asleep. Very often at 3 or 4 in the morning, I wake up and must hit the computer and start working because the ideas are pouring forth. Or wake up in the morning, whenever, I'll give it 4 or 5 or 6 in the morning early. One of those guys just need a whole lot, uh, 5 hours a night. I need 5 hours of sleep since I was 20 years old. In any case, you're programming those positive thoughts, and then your, your subconscious or superconscious mind within knows what to create and tells you the next step of the book, the next chapter, or the next scene in the screenplay, whatever it might be. Remember, every thought is a cause, every condition is an effect. This parallels what Dr. Fuentes talked about in the Andean Code. Again, all thoughts are things, and all things come from thoughts. <clears throat> so, again, that power is always working for us. So if you're at work in a job, you're having trouble there, don't program in, that inner power, that higher mind to help you find ideas how to build, how to deal with that, and make things work in a much more positive way. So tell yourself, I can do all things through the power of my subconscious mind and superconscious mind, and you can. You must think these positive thoughts all the time, folks, will then take over to the negative. The folks who are Dave, Dr. Ron Dalrymple, and Mind Shock, talking about the true powers of your mind, which are vast, which we want to help folks understand. And please hang in there. We're going to take a brief break for our sponsors. We'll be right back. Talk to you soon. Paradise Found 2015 is a film that sparks of intrigue about the discovery of quantum field psychology. Throw in a sexy spy story, a conflict between father and son against the backdrop of NASA, and interspersed with World War II flashback combat scenes, and you'll be surprised to discover the foundation of a whole new theory of mind. Rent or buy Paradise Lost 2015 at Amazon.com and prepare for the explosive conclusion. That's Paradise Lost 2015 at Amazon.com. If you want USA and worldwide car rentals, choose rentacar.com. Free cancellations on most bookings, no hidden charges. They are trusted by over 4 million customers. Visit our advertiser page and click on the Rent-A-Car banner. 
Do you ever wonder how the mind works? The Endless Question, a film by Dr. Ron Dalrymple, shows you a new theory of mind, one that bridges the road between spirituality and science while revealing to you the laws of creativity, things that can open up your mind to limitless possibilities. It is literally a theory that changes everything, and once you know it, you can apply it to your own life. View The Endless Question for free on Amazon Prime. The Endless Question on Amazon Prime. This is Jack Maher from the band Feed the Kitty. It's important to support the artists you love, and you can do that and get something authentic for yourself. Rock.com has the most coveted, licensed merchandise of music, culture, and entertainment. So go to the advertiser page and click on Rock.com now. Quantum Field Psychology 2nd Edition is an astounding book on the new theory of mind. It is the first unified field theory that incorporates the influence of the mind and emotion on physical reality, the universe, and even other minds. It actually integrates all modern psychology with quantum physics, mathematics, Western, and Eastern spiritual beliefs. It's the true bridge between science and spirituality. Get your copy of Quantum Field Psychology, second edition, by Dr. Ron Dalrymple on Amazon.com. Radio your way. HealthyLife.net. Folks, welcome back. Dr. Ron Dalrymple on Mind Shock. Back here with you today, we're talking about the true powers of your mind. We're talking about the great, incredible work of Dr. Joseph Murphy, Dr. Rod Fuentes, his Indian code, and also our work, of course, from Field Psychology. So remember, the law of life is a law of belief. So a belief is a thought in your mind or a whole complex of thoughts, a whole, a whole thought system. Entire belief system means many beliefs tied together. So a lot of folks live in a world where dimension, which they've created, a dimension of reality, which they think is reality, which they have created are the thoughts and emotions, their beliefs packed by or backed by very, very powerful emotions, which they tend to manifest through what's known as a self-fulfilling prophecy. So by using the self-fulfilling prophecy, the world balances back to us what we create Making us think it's real. See, there it is. I knew that's what was happening. So we believe in what we create ourselves. And what it takes like a shock effect, or in film we call that or in books, is an inciting incident. Something happens to shock you out of your current path of development to start on a whole new path of transformation. And the great stories in Hollywood and the great novels written are based upon the transformational story. I started writing screenplays signing to Hollywood, the folks out there back in the 80s. And I would go out to seminars and whatnot and talk to all these guys, these you know, famous screenwriters. And they wouldn't tell you the real secrets of what they use to create such brilliant stories. They wouldn't tell you. They kept it a secret, of course, because it's a very powerful secret. Well, after delving into it and studying all kinds of techniques, such as John Truvy and many other approaches through UCLA and whatnot, we discovered and became more and more commonly known what really is used is a transformational theory built by Dr. Joseph Campbell, who wrote a book called A Man of a Thousand Faces, where he talks about the transformational process. You go back to ancient Greek Greek stories and ancient Roman stories and so forth, and Shakespeare and whatnot, you can see all the brilliant writers through history used that process of going through a transformation because 
because that is the human transformational process. What we find in doing psychotherapy is that it really works the same way, that a person goes through a growth process of learning where something happens to shock you out of your current path of development and set you on a new course. As you go on that new course, first off, the person started out with certain problems, certain issues facing them, and a deeper level had various psychological needs, had various problem needs operating in their lives. So we learn something about their world, we start the story in their world, see who they are and what they're doing, how they're surviving. Then the inciting incident shocks them in some way or hits them in a way where they must change their course. They create a whole new desire line. The desire lines attract the story runs down. They start off on a new desire line, and to create that desire line, they must create a plan, the very plan of action which changes the course of their life, and inevitably, they also thereby attract various adversaries. Now, a great story runs on two legs, a very powerful protagonist and a very powerful antagonist. Makes the story a lot more interesting. So as a protagonist or hero, our heroine gets stronger and stronger and wiser, so does the adversary. But in any case, the adversary also has a plan of action. So the hero follows a plan of action, the opponent, the enemy has a plan of action, and they have certain battles. Now, the first battle scene they have, usually the enemy wins, the adversary wins, but the protagonist learns something. They have what's called a self-revelation, some kind of insight where they learn something about themselves or about the opponent, which will move them closer to victory. So they come back and they try again. They face the opponent again, and they lose again because the opponent's also getting stronger. This happens several times through a great story. The hero keeps learning. They often amass a collection of allies to help them. And you see the perils of real life here, right? This just fits so many life, life streams, folks we work with. But the enemy's also getting stronger and also has allies to help them. So they have more battles. And every time the hero's losing, but they're losing by not as much. They're learning more. They're getting closer and closer. And every self-revelation they have makes them stronger, makes them better. And finally, they must face the greatest opponent, which is themselves, that ego mind. We go back to the ego mind. They must face that ego or their delusional thinking or their weaknesses, and then they must overcome that. They must overcome that great weakness. When we talked about the problem need they started with in the beginning, a psychological problem they have, some kind of issue, some kind of need, which they must overcome. They have a phobia. They have a fear of heights or they remember Vertigo, the great film by Hitchcock. Many examples of this where the hero has some kind of fixation in the past, which he must overcome to win this battle against their perfect opponent, which is often a projection of themselves. We find also that every opponent along the way is a projection of some level of that protagonist. We create our own opponents in life. This, of course, fits the model of exactly what we go through because we are self-creative beings. So you see, the classic story structure works so well reason these stories are so powerful and so great in film and books when this is used because it parallels, it models the human experience of growth and development in this life. So we create our own opponents. We project in the outside world what's inside of us. When we talk about the power of projection, inside of us we project into the external world onto the thought spaces of the world around us. We must deal with that opponent directly. And to overcome that opponent, we must overcome ourselves. And that is the ultimate victory, overcoming the self, which means overcoming the lower self, which blocks our access to the higher mind. The true journey 
to transcend your lower self, to awaken to your higher self, that's who you really are. Now, in the classic story, the hero is actually a king or a queen who has lost track of that, who lost their parents in childhood, who doesn't know, they've been cast out into the world. They must discover that they are that king or queen. That's a metaphor also for who we really are. We are really much greater beings, these higher conscious beings, inside the physical body with tremendous powers and abilities waiting to be discovered. That is the superconscious mind. So the great power that Joseph Campbell tapped into was the realization that the transformational journey is a model for life. It's also a model for psychotherapy. We take folks through psychotherapy. We often help them encounter their inner demons, their inner fixations, their problems that held them back with a phobia or depression or marital problems or problems at work or whatever. They often are playing a huge role in creating their own problems. Once they overcome that, they can transcend the situation, become much more successful, and start functioning at a much higher level. We all can do that. We all have that power inside us. So in our book, Quantum Field Psychology, we talk about a whole new theory to this, expressing how the mind works as an energy field. It's preceded by our book, The Inner Manager, where a young man goes on a journey, encounters a brilliant woman who takes him on a, this metaphorical journey through this building, which is shaped like a pyramid, where he goes up higher and higher levels of conscious thought, about concentration, memory, imagination, visualization, learning to tap into the true powers of his mind. So the inner manager, or a book on Amazon, is an earlier form of what became quantum field psychology later. That's also a book on Amazon that gives the scientific theory of the mind as energy and how powerful we really are. There's also a book called Eight Days of Creative Power. You're going to tap into your creative power. Another book is called I Love You, God, to tap into this various high-level aphorisms of thought and spiritual energy to give you strength to overcome the daily world. In our film, of course, The Endless Question is about that journey. It's a two-hour documentary. We're taking on that journey of self-discovery to learn about the powers inside you, folks, and that's the whole bottom line here. What Dr. Joseph Murphy, Dr. Ralph Fuente, and so many folks are talking about around the world is we have these powers inside us. Our job now is to awaken them, to bring them forth. We have some new books coming out soon. One's on mind games. That's more about the adversary, the opponents you face, and so forth. We're getting that later on. We have a great guest lined up, future shows to talk about these very issues from various different points of view. So please hang in there. This show is about enlightenment of folks around the world to wake up to the fact we're all higher conscious beings. No matter what country you're in, no matter what language you speak, no matter who you are, where you are, we all share this in common. We all have these powers inside. We're all connected to each other and to the higher power. It's time we all wake up to solve problems in this world. So, folks, Dr. Ron Dalrymple and Mind Shock signing off. See you next time. Take care and God bless.